0: Hi, and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast that gives you tips and tricks for how to start, grow, and sell your online business. Also take a look at our resource website, emilyandblair.com for more info around how you can make your business better. But for now, here's today's episode. Hi, and welcome to episode 136. This is our Starting Out series and Buying a Website Business. So today's the third part of this three-part series uh, that we're calling Starting Out. And this series is basically for anyone that's looking to get online and start making sales. Maybe you want to be your own boss and start taking control of your work life, or you simply have an existing bricks-and-mortar business that you want to be able to start pushing some of your products or offering online this series is for you guys. So throughout the series we're focusing on artists as the example just because it helps to wrap a real life sort of example around the series and bring a bit of context to what I'm talking about. So the method we're looking at today is called the buy a website business model. Okay now basically this method is aimed at people that you know, want to do this whole thing a bit more hands off. Okay, so it's perfect for busy people. You if you want to do um, get online quickly, this is the method for you. So it's basically where you find an existing revenue generating website that's for sale, and you go ahead and you buy it. Okay, so this method is compared to building a website, which we talked about in episode 134. Or having a website built for you, which we talked about in episode 135. So if you're looking at those options, go back and have a listen to those episodes because they are a bit more relevant to uh, the method you're looking at. Okay, so buying a website. What are the pros for buying a website? Well, the first one is it's definitely the quickest method by far. You know, you can literally go onto a website selling marketplace look for a website and potentially within a few days if you go through the process quickly you can actually have bought your own website and you know be earning money online which is way quicker than building your own website you know that can take um yeah it can take up to six months to build and then once you've got it built you then need to wait for it to get traction and get Uh, search results and get traffic to it and that can take anywhere up to two years so this is by far the quickest method to get going online so the other side of it is also it's less risky in a lot of ways as long as you check out the website you're going to buy thoroughly it's less risky than building one because when you're building something from new, you don't actually know. Even though you think you've got a good idea or a good product, you don't don't actually know if it's going to be successful until it's actually there and online. So buying a website that's already got some history behind it, it's already got customers, it's already creating um, or making money, then you know that is already slightly proven. So it's less risky. There's also less to learn. Um, and I say that with a side note, because if you're not familiar with the industry or the product that you're buying the website um, on, then sometimes there is a bit of a learning curve for you to get through and you need to upskill and, and know how to manage that product and know about that product. So there is a bit of learning required sometimes. But some of the business models for um Uh, You know, buying a website can be quite simple, quite a simplified business model. Um, It could be a simple niche where you're just selling a product about that niche, one product, and and that's all you've got to learn. So a lot of ways there's less to learn when you buy a website business. Okay, let's talk about the cons. What are the cons for buying a website? well it certainly is the most expensive model okay so out of the three different types of getting online that we've talked about it's by far the most expensive if you wanted to go and build a website you could spend say five thousand dollars and get a pretty good website built for you um you know or if you want to build it yourself it's obviously even cheaper because it's your own time that you're using Whereas if you want to go and buy a website that's, say, earning $2,000 in revenue a month, um, you know, in that profit, you know, you're going to be looking at somewhere around the $50,000 mark to buy that website. Because obviously, you know, with something earning a steady income of $2,000 a month, there's what they call a multiplier. So when they value that website for sale, they add a multiplier, and it can be 30 to 40 times monthly profit so they grab the monthly profit they times it by 30 to 40 times it could be 25 times it just depends on what the business is that's risk level and in and, um, amount of competition there's a whole lot of factors that go into that multiplier but you're going to pay for it you are going to be paying in the tens of thousands of dollars for a website that's earning a couple of grand a month so that's something to, to bear in mind if you've got a big budget or you've got some funds you want to invest, then this could be a really good avenue for you. If you're starting out and you don't have a lot of money, then possibly building your own website is going to be the better option. The other thing, you'd have very limited creative control. If you've got an idea that you want to buy a website on, like it's a certain product or a certain niche that you want to get into, there might not be a website selling that product or in that niche. So you've got a limited number of sites out there that are successful and and are good options to buy. So it means that you may not be able to buy a website in the sort of creative or the interest area that you want to. So you are limiting your creative control. Yeah, sure, you can change that website after you've bought it and add other products. So that's something to bear in mind. If something's for sale that's sort of similar or in, in the same sort of area that you're interested in, then you could buy it and then add the particular interest products or services that you want to that existing website. So that's always a good one to bear in mind you can sort of control the creative to a certain extent once you've bought it. You are, again, pretty much limited to what's on the market. So as I said, there are a certain amount of websites for sale at any one time, um, and some of them aren't as good as the others. So you need to be able to whittle your way through, and that does limit the amount of, of decent websites that's actually available to you. And I guess there is still that element of risk if you don't do your own homework and or do your homework well. So part of what we're going to talk about next is due diligence. And you need to make sure that whatever website you're looking at buying is that you check it out thoroughly to ensure that things aren't being hidden from you and you're not buying a lemon. So there are the cons. So what are the methods available to you if you want to go and buy a website and you don't know where to start? There are a few options. The first one is a broker. So there's website brokers out there, um, brokerage companies that you can go and approach and they will have some listings of websites that are for sale. Um, they also offer a service where you can go in and say, look, I'm interested in this. This is my budget. Um go and find me a website and they will have you on their list. And when a website that's suitable comes up, they will contact you and, and show you it to see if you would consider buying it. Much like what a real estate agent will do. If you say to your local, um, you know, realtor, they will go, you know, you can say to them, well, I want a two bedroom home. Uh, it's got to be in this area. And they will then keep an eye out for you and contact you. Similar with a website um for sale and brokerage. So that's one option to you. The biggest and most common option is using a buy-sell platform. And what I mean by a a, um, a platform online is basically a marketplace that, I guess, advertises websites that are for sale and they also will sell your website on their platform for you. So um, a prime example of this would be flipper.com it's one of the world's biggest marketplaces if not the biggest Uh, they have a heap of websites on there for sale and you can go in there and browse and look at websites um, filter by your own sort of um, requirements of of what sort of area or what product or what business model you want to follow whether it's affiliate marketing or whether it's e-commerce or blogging or, or anything like that so you can find a website that potentially suits all of the the um areas and the 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 points that you want to to meet with what you want to buy so these these marketplaces also list uh, uh websites for sale so you can actually if you've got a website and you want to sell it they will also list your website for you obviously if it sells they take a commission um but they also expose your website to a very large amount and the hundreds of thousands of users that go on there looking for websites to buy. So it might be a good idea if you're struggling to get exposure and you're wanting to sell your website, flipper.com is a great marketplace to go to. The third way that you can uh, look to buy a website would be to approach someone yourself. If you've found a website online that's, um, you know, uh, it's it's really specifically focused on what you want to be doing so for example if you're a photographer and you've found this really cool niche sort of uh, photography website you could approach the owner and see if they are thinking of selling because You've got to remember a lot of people, particularly in online businesses, they're not like bricks and mortar businesses in terms of, you don't generally get too much of the hand-me-down businesses where they get, you know, um, a father might get their son or daughter to come into the business and start running it and then they take over and it sort of turns into a generational business. A lot of online businesses aren't set up that way. You know, um, someone that's created a website and run it for 10 years or 20 years, they generally, uh, you don't see them handing it on to their son or their daughter. You know, it's just not really the done thing because of it's a certain way of running business. It's a, it's an interest in, in expertise, uh, expertise, which is required to do that. And it doesn't seem to fit that model as, as well to, as a generational sort of business. So you might find that someone who owns a website that's owned it for a while and they're thinking of sort of retiring or whatever, They might be wanting to sell it but don't know how or they just haven't had an offer. And so if you approach people, um, you know, it could be a personalized email or it could be a phone call. You just never know who might actually Be thinking about selling or would consider selling. So that's always a good one to do. The nice thing about this approach is that a lot of the time you won't have any competition. When you go onto a marketplace to buy a website, generally there's a number of other people looking at that website considering whether to buy it or not. So if you're approaching someone yourself, chances are you're going to be the only buyer. Um, and in that way, it's going to give you a lot more flexibility and negotiation powers uh, within the process because you're not competing against anyone else. So that's always a good one to do if, you, if you've if you got a, um, a website that you've found that you particularly like. So what are the considerations? Because there's a lot of options. Okay, so you want to think about your niche or niche depending on where you live in the world and how you pronounce it. Um, What is the niche that you are interested in? So what businesses are available under that particular niche? What is the business model that you are interested in? Are you interested in selling products under e-commerce or are you interested in writing content for a blog? You know, what's, uh, you know, what business model Interests you and what business model do you want to be involved in? Some people don't even want to be involved in e commerce because they just can't bear the thought of having to deal with products and deal with customers and returns and all the rest of it. So, you know, you need to work out what uh, business model suits you and what you want to be doing going forward. You need to think about your budget because obviously. Buying a website is the most expensive way of getting online. So you need to think about what returns you need per month and does your budget allow you to get those returns? So that's something to consider. And also, obviously, the profits. So when you go and buy a business, you're going to see what profits that business is doing online each month. Uh, And so you need to think about, well, Where does this sit? Is this going to be my one and only business online that's going to, um, you know, um, support me and my lifestyle uh, by itself? So I don't have any other jobs or any other websites? Or is this just going to be an additional side? sort of hustle that you're going to be doing it might be that you're buying this to um, supplement some extra income Um, you've got another job that you do nine to five and this is kind of an aside thing maybe to save up for some renovations or you know or or your family travel each year or something like that so um, you really need to work out what profits you want to get from that website and obviously that ties back to how much uh, money you're going to have to spend to buy it as well So one of the things that we uh, always talk about is due diligence. And due diligence is basically the process of examining an existing business and looking at all of the factors in it in terms of how's it making its money? Where is is its customers coming from? Are they return customers or are they all new customers? um, What competition is involved? um, You know, and the list goes on and on and on. Now, the whole point of due diligence is it's a real investigative look at the business and it's making sure that what you see, what the seller is presenting to you is what you're going to buy and make sure that there's nothing hidden there. Make sure that the profits are actually coming through like they are, uh, or like they say they are. You know, it's, it's basically an investigation of that business in depth. Um, we have a spreadsheet on our website, emilyandblair.com, which gives you all of the factors that you need to consider when doing due diligence. So jump on there, it's a free spreadsheet, you can download it. We also have a number of articles on our website about due diligence and how to go about doing that when looking at a website. So go and have a look at those articles. You can just search due diligence in our search bar um, and that will bring up all those articles. So an example of buying a website. So for example, you could be an artist who is selling paintings, but you want to expand online. How do you do that? You know, you might go and look for a website and it might be an e-commerce website, might be a drop shipping website that's selling art supplies. So the nice thing about that is you're getting online with something that interest you it's something that you know about because you're you know if you're an existing artist and you're doing paint paintings and things you're going to know about brushes and paints and all the rest of it so um, that could be a really good way to get yourself online in an area that interests you and you have experience in, and then it also gives you the option of branching that website out and offering a, a another sort of area on the website where you can start selling your paintings on um, and all the rest of it so it's sort of endless then you've got your foot in the door you've got a website which is part of your interest and it just allows you all that flexibility to grow and expand out and and potentially another avenue to sell you know your works of art on so that's an example of, of how you could do this if you're an existing um, you know business owner or you've got an existing hobby or interest. So one of the tips that I would say is to make sure to get valid methods of verification of the important things about that particular business you're looking at. So what I'm talking about is verification of revenue. Uh, verification of the sales and the statistics of the business. So what I don't accept when I'm looking at websites to buy is I won't accept an Excel spreadsheet showing the profits and any statistics because basically I can go into an Excel spreadsheet or a Google Docs and add any figures I want and then send it to someone um, and say that they're correct figures. Um, And I know that's kind of a negative way of thinking about it, that people are going to rip you off, but there are a few out there it is a bit of the wild West sometimes and there are people trying to make money off something that isn't actually making um, you know valid income and things so really go out there with a um, you know an inquisitive mind and a really cautious approach because I would far rather jump on a zoom call with a potential seller and get them to go through some screen, You know, screen walkthroughs of their uh, dashboard to show the sales and the statistics because that's actual real figures and real information. So it might be if they're, um, you know, if they're earning money and it's going into the PayPal account, they might do a screen walkthrough showing you the PayPal revenues and things like that. So if they're legit, they should have no problem in doing that on a Zoom call with you. If they are, slightly suspicious or not legit then they might not offer that or they might not want to do that so for me that would raise some suspicions and I'm not sure I would continue with that if they refuse to do those screen walkthroughs so there's a wee tip for you if you are starting to look at businesses to buy okay so again if you're looking for a website to buy uh, we'd recommend flipper.com they're an awesome marketplace great bunch of Guys and girls that run that. They've got great customer support. um, And it's just one of the world's biggest, largest marketplaces to go and, uh, you know, have a look at what is out there to buy in terms of websites. We'll put a link in the show notes so you can get to flipper.com. There's also over 300 articles on our website, emilyandblair.com, where we go through all about how you can set up your online presence. So there's a fair bit there about buying a website. And again, as I said earlier on, that due diligence process, which is probably one of the most core important areas to focus on when you're buying a website. If you're stuck, I can help you. I will give you a 30-minute free Phone call to talk you through whatever process or stage of the process you are in setting up your online business. That is a complimentary service. So, reach out to me. My email's on our website, on our contact form. So, just jump on our website, emilyandblair.com, and you can make an appointment directly there. But that's it. That's all we've got time for in episode 136. That's part three of our starting out series, Buying a Website Business. Keep a lookout for some YouTube videos we're just starting to create. We're going to be pushing them soon. We'll let you know on this podcast when they go live. It's all about flipper.com and how to use that uh, website, how to use that marketplace, um, how to do due diligence on their website, how to look for um, you know good websites to buy. We'll be showing you how to... St- filter and search their website. We'll be showing you things to avoid, uh, you know, websites to avoid in terms of different things that they're showing. So keep an eye out for that. They're going to be some good YouTube videos, especially if you're interested in buying a website. They'll be a really good resource for you and we'll have those coming out soon. Again, we'll announce them on this podcast. So stay tuned. All right, guys, that's all we've got time for. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Elevating Business. Make sure to check out our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more tips and tricks for how you can grow and make your business more successful.